Ladies and gentlemen, we've made it to the final game of the 2023-2024 NFL season. It's the big game. John Warner told me before the show, don't you dare call it the Super Bowl. Fuck, I just did. I'm sorry, John. I know I wasn't supposed to say it. The big game. We're breaking it down here. Pete Overzet and the Badge Bros. Pickums. Maybe we even get in a few private drafts. All the top plays. And maybe, if you play your cards right, a little spice in your life. John, I'm sorry. You gave me the script. I messed it up. Nez, hopefully you guys can forgive me. I know you got a good thing going over here. The last thing you need is a big lawsuit from Roger taking the stream down. We just got a notification for a copyright strike as we speak. So way to go, Pete. We're screwed. <laughs> Rodman's so already flooding our DMs. <laughs> back when uh, Spags and I were doing off-season splash play, back before we were just like drafting whenever we were on the air, we, we were doing, we did that WWE show and it was like NFL players who had done wrestling stuff. And we got taken down live on air by showing a couple clips because normally it's like after the wow. fact they're like you got to remove this video or whatever no they just shut down the goddamn stream for showing one clip live uh during the show so you do got to be careful vince mcmahon doesn't <laughs> mess around dude i know <laughs> i mean that's not a topic we want right now no true uh <laughs> how, how are you guys doing you guys are in baseball mode uh big board mode haven't uh set your sights on the super bowl that's what i'm hearing on the streets it's it's a little hard to get like fully into it without a draft game contest and stuff but i feel like we've we've made a happy medium today by getting into it with the pick'em stuff getting into it with some private drafts so yeah i mean nba taking up most of our day-to-day -day time there and then yeah baseball over big board right now for me it's just it's a little too early we've done a couple big boards uh and done a couple big board shows but a little too early yeah i'm i'm soft protesting i always do my first draft of the year with underdog the super bowl weekend so i'm like i'm at least holding out uh until then what about you Ness? no i haven't i've, I've done like three just to kind of get a feel and i don't know any any of these rookies or anything yet uh outside of like the, the the big popular ones but i will say it does seem like for the most part the rankings on you know opening day so to speak for the big board had a pretty good you know uh ADP starting out for some of these rookies. Like, I don't think a lot of the movement has been too drastic. So, you know, hats off to to them for putting them in, in good spots uh, so far, seemingly according to to the field. But uh, not a lot for me doing doing getting getting really in the nitty gritty with baseball and uh, and and sticking to the to the basketball dailies. But uh, I, I miss my football drafts, man. These the the position drafts are just are just so different than than basketball. So I'm missing it big time. I, and I, I will say I it's it's not because I'm, you know, looking down, condescending on it. It's just I know myself and I will get addicted if I start drafting these now. So I'm trying to set up some good offseason habits first and then we can kind of dip our toes in. What were you going to say, John? Habit stacking your uh, your underdog exposures. I like that. That's right. Um, <laughs> I was about to say we got some breaking news that I think only only we could break, Ness. Um, this is this is relative to the big board here. This is a baseball trade that has big parallels to Pete's bags. This is Jackson Smith and Jigba's brother being traded from the Pirates to the Mariners. So now I'm going spin zone, 
JSN down year last year because of proximity to his brother previously. Now wow. in the same city together again. What do you think? Wow. Uh, this it, it Does his brother get drafted? Like, is he a fantasy relevant player? I was drafted him last year. <laughs> I drafted him last year because I was I'm, I'm sick and I find ways to get dusty pirates on my teams. No, he's like he has like the the chance to kind of like you know make make some noise, especially for the for the Mariners. Uh, but no, no, you shouldn't draft him in your in your dingers. <laughs> he will not be a part of our player pool when we do our our uh, you know our annual dinger draft with you down the down the road. Yeah, we should mention, I will, uh, you know, we've talked a little bit, you know, some of the off-season plans for off and on the clock. We might have a different time and stuff, but we'll keep the show going and I will be dabbling in some other sports. Who knows? Maybe I even do more than just a one-off uh, dinger draft. Maybe you can turn me into a baseball guy for a little bit. It's funny you mentioned Jackson Smith and Jigba. Did you see the other clip going viral with him from the Super Bowl today? No. So he did an interview. I don't even I think it was with some Chicago Bears guys. And so then they were asking, hey, Shane Waldron, your former OC now with us. What are your thoughts? Any thoughts on him? Like pretty harmless question. <laughs> Jackson Smith the Jigba. It was like he just froze. And the implication was, if you don't have anything nice to say about him, don't say anything at all. And he did not say anything at all. So <laughs> like literally. JSN, uh, not a fan of Shane Waldron. And as someone who kept waiting for the proper JSN breakout all year, uh, I agree, buddy. I'm not a fan either. Hard to blame you. <laughs> this is this is great that we got two big board bull cases for JSN in the same day right now. There you go. Nothing changes. See exactly what we Nothing needed. Ch- I literally just, Nez. I'm, I'm telling you, you can give me breaking news. I have no clue. Where is he going in these early drafts? I actually don't know either because I was not oh. I was not looking for him. I would, I would have to look it up real quick. <laughs> You're I, not I looking don't for JSN in an early draft? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know who I was looking for. I was looking for like Malik Neighbors. I wanted these. I wanted the rookies. I wanted in on them before. You want the next JSN, the next guy that we overdraft <laughs> only to disappoint us. Exactly. We got you know how we work. We got JSN at uh, at sixty one right now. Okay, yeah, Th- that was about where I like predicted it. Yeah. yeah, that was my take. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's going to go much later," and I said, "No, no, no, no." I used the Najee Harris comparison not to trigger Nez, where I was like, "There will be like two to three bulls in every draft that, and one of them will not let him slip past you know the sixth round or whatever." It only takes one. But Najee's at a good one. place right now. I don't know if you do you want to do you want to take a guess at Najee's ADP. This one, I think I saw. Isn't he like 85 or something? He's yeah, he is exactly 85. Okay, yeah, it's, I, I'm not. I I'm in on that price. Do you know what was so funny, Nez? You'll love this. I was doing uh, XM Radio. It was right before the Arthur Smith, and I mean literally 10 minutes before. Oh, and wow. I started going on a Najee thing, and I, I did my whole rant about it being just price based. And I pulled up the early underdog ones, and I'm like. This is a good price for Najee. Like, this is where David Montgomery and Isaiah Pacheco and all these other guys and committee backs were going. This is a nice place to take a stab on him. And then immediately after, Keto goes, breaking news, Arthur Smith to the thing. And it, it was like she had trapped me. It was like I finally said something nice about Najee Harris, and then they had to bring Arthur Smith into the mix. So this is good for the Warren Bulls, right? If you're, gonna, if you're a believer that Arthur Smith is just going to copy-paste the Falcons offense to the – to the Steelers, I don't. Know, I think the Najee price is uh, is totally palatable as well. Of course, uh, la- yeah. la- last year was just a bit of a 
a goofy game theory stand. This actually makes makes a lot of sense. I mean, for God's sake, man, it can't get worse, right? <laughs> no, Art, and the thing about Najee is he's just he's competent enough for Arthur Smith to love him, but not special enough for him to be relegated because Arthur Smith wants to be super fancy. Like he's in that Arthur Smith Goldilocks zone where he's going to trust him, <laughs> so but he's just not so good that Arthur yeah. Smith is like, actually, I want to give Anthony McFarland touches. Yes, he's that is so true. Slightly <laughs> better, slightly better Tyler Algier. And that, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that's got Arthur Smith licking his chops. Oh man. And you guys were worried about us being able to uh do a, a full off season of shows and we're already in the weeds on the Steelers on Super Bowl week. I, I, I will say like you know I've been writing the newsletter this week. It's an oddly slow week. Like you would think there would be more to write about. I'm like writing about Jarek McKinnon having a chance to play, writing about Kadarius Tony. I mean, there's not a lot going on right now, which feels weird considering we have the biggest game of the year on Sunday. Yeah. I think the, I, I, yeah. Go ahead, Ness. Yeah, sorry. I think that Taylor Swift kind of took every, the wind out of everybody's sails. Everybody got like way too exhausted on the Taylor Swift discourse, and now we're all just tired, and we're you know just waiting for you know the wait, waiting for some good media day coverage. I saw uh, uh, Denny Carter was doing doing some <laughs> interviews and stuff, looking all nice and snazzy. So I'm waiting for for his content. I I it, this is where we're at where I look way more forward to seeing like Denny's personal content than it's like okay he's gonna interview Puka I'm sure it'll be fine but I would rather just see Denny in all his different outfits in front of famous <laughs> Las Vegas landmarks that's like, where that's we're the at now. I want <laughs> same yeah. that's where we're at it's kind of weird what's uh there's two things I want to hit on there Pete congratulations your XM show got nominated right yeah yeah, congrats. Yeah. Um, FSWA award, right? Yeah. I mean, we always go up against some of the heavy hitters there. So I don't know what our, our true odds are of winning. But if you want to throw us in one of your pickums, I think you're getting some nice spice on Fantasy Life. <laughs> Take it at home. <laughs> A little 3X spice. A little 3.5X uh, <laughs> spice. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Ratcliffe coming in at a 0.8, 0.8 uh, X spice there. <laughs> he's the, He's got the CMC uh, price tag right now. That's yeah. right. Um, that's legit. What's, what's your plan for, uh, so, I mean, I haven't been watching a ton of, uh, content and stuff this week. What's your plan and what's some of the underdog plan for uh big game and stuff? Like I know Jack's in Vegas right now. Are you going to Vegas or Arizona? I'm going to Arizona. I know some of those guys are split. Like I was just talking to our guy, Sam Berman. He's in, uh, he's in Vegas now, but popping over to Arizona, uh, I think Brett Coleman just landed because I saw him post a photo uh, at the nice. place we're staying at. Yeah, I think Underdog basically was like, you know, they like having a, um, their crew come out, but then the logistics, I think, for doing that in Vegas with a bigger group was just not tenable. Uh, so they're running it back at the same place. So yeah, I'm flying out tomorrow. I think we're going to the Suns game tomorrow night. So I'm oh, going to need you guys. If any of you guys want to oh, yeah. go pick for me oh, yeah. for the Suns game, send me those links. I will auto-tail um and then yeah we're gonna be doing I, I believe a couple streams on friday that's when i'll be popping my big board cherry uh i know nick Ercolano is gonna be out there i don't know what other drafters we're gonna have on that stream and then sunday morning we'll have the typical uh pre-kickoff stream hopefully get the mimosas flowing build some mm -hmm. pickums all of that good stuff on sunday morning so you should be able to find that all on the under i assume it's gonna be on the underdog fantasy uh account but i'll, I'll tweet it out when i know is, is it going to be alongside uh, Hayden, Josh, Brett, like that? 
that this is where these are the things I'm in the dark on. Uh, okay. I just know I'll be doing some big board streams and a Sunday morning uh, Super Bowl stream. Sweet. Um, nice. tomorrow, tomorrow's game is Utah, Ness. So, oh, Pete, is that a good one? Yeah, we got some hires for you, big time. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definite hires game. We're gonna have some fun there. And Love Utah's it. interesting because they run like they went like eleven deep in their rotation last night and stuff. So. We'll get a whole bunch of sun stuff going for that one. We got employees okay, watching, okay. man. We can't let them tinker the tinker the the projections, man. We got this, Pete. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Newbies right. already ripped it down low. Keep yeah, trust me. The there's just there, there's some good ones. I'm already tilting because yesterday uh, on the club, and by the way, we are uh, simulcasting this on both channels. So whether you guys are watching on the Badge Bros YouTube channel or my channel, thank you guys. See all the YouTube members in the chat across both channels. Appreciate all of you guys. We were on the club yesterday building some pickums, and Andy had us toss in an NBA player one from last night, which felt like a great idea until I have to stare at this red dot in my beautiful Super Bowl pickum like card throughout the rest of the week, and I didn't think this through. Where I'm like, it's done, it's dead. Like Sengun yeah. didn't get 38 points, rebounds, assists. Get mm. it off my screen, Numi. Get it <laughs> off. I don't want to have to stare at it. That's a tough break too. That should have that. That was a great matchup, and the the, the game scored a ton of points. That's a bad beat. I uh, sorry that Andy had to do that to you. Yeah, that was a really good spot. I would have been on that one with you guys too. <laughs> the uh, how how are the hoop streets going though? Overall, I, I've been seeing uh, a ton of contests. I've been seeing you know the John Boy beats, uh, power ranks. My guy Mike Zakarian been on a bit of a heater. I've noticed yeah. lately. What's going on over there in the hoops world? Community's on fire right now. Nez and I are treading water and breaking even over the last couple, and the community is just coming in here and scooping everything. There's uh there's been some super sharp plays and stuff. Actually, that's not true. Nez, you took down the early slate the other night. Yeah, there were two early slates. I almost took down both. They, we had to put up a second one. Uh, so had a good mm -hmm. had a good slate there. But uh, yeah, the past like 24 days have been like up and down, break even, but still pretty solid on on the year so can't complain there i think what's cool though is you know if you're not in the discord definitely hop in the deposit king the discord is the hoops the hoops thread has seen a lot of growth a lot of people from the leaderboards have actually joined in so we're all you know we're all just kind of friends just competing against against one another which i think it's like it, it's very cool to see the growth you know i don't want to gatekeep the the community or anything like that so it's seeing a lot of growth from people on the leaderboards coming in and finding us so there's, there's growth from two directions, right? There's the people who hop in, they want to learn, see the chatter, see the conversation, get better. And then there's the guys that have been winning and they need their flowers. So they hop in and they're like, oh, X and X is in the Discord. You've been winning. And they're like, yeah, I have. Funny that I just showed up. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is literally copper prices. That is literally <laughs> copper prices to a, to a T. Yeah, so it, it's it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm still still grinding, still grinding. But uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a good time. So definitely hop in there. Uh, Did you guys you already shout out? I haven't got a chance to mess around with it, and I'm I'm blanking on his Twitter name. But that tool for tracking underdog exposures that looked pretty sweet. Yeah, Scott. So he he's had like three different handles. He okay, was flaccid why. waffle, and then he was the wood. So you go from flaccid to to wood. I don't know what's going on there, but but it's Scott. His name's Scott, and <laughs> and he's done awesome, awesome work. He has tools, so that way, if you are like drafting NBA at volume, you can upload your your drafts that you've done, and then look at like a matrix to see like the combinatorial 
pairings that you have and who you're pairing a lot together. So that way you can know in your mind, whether it's via rankings adjustments or manual adjustments, make your adjustments there. He's got a results tracker. Uh, he's doing a lot of like really, really awesome stuff. So shout, shout out to Scott. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to find, I got to find his handle and, uh, and plug that because it is awesome. And I know that he was very grateful for the retweets and everything that people uh, gave his posts. He, he said he got like 40 K uh, views on his website after everybody shared that. So he was, he was pumped for that and definitely wow. worth it. Look at that. People, people are hungry. I mean, I'm going to call it right now. This is going to be a banner off season for underdog related tools and data. I mean, now that we got all the battle Royale data out, we saw just what even having the best ball mania data did for sparking conversations. Leone's manifesto. We did the fantasy data pros, um, uh, competition, once we get more of this out and we get all the gigabrains out here, whether with their coding skills or their data analytics skills, like we are going to be knee deep in fun stuff to analyze and, and help our play this off season. I'm a, I'm a little afraid Pete. the games might pass, pass old John boy by here. You know, the, the, the community is getting really, really sharp. That's right. That's why we need to find the next batch. The, the community has gotten too sharp, which means, John, you and I need to pivot into Thread Bros. We need to pull <laughs> in some of the people that are, you know, just love tailing picks. We bring them in here with our spicy margs, and then we red pill them into also becoming drafters. I think that has to be our long-term plan. That has to be. It's a brilliant pipeline. <laughs> Can't fail. <laughs> The only, the only, the only pitfall of this is we just told everyone our plan. That is true, but <laughs> they will. No one ever goes back in the archives. You know, they're they're starting with the with the new episode, so we're we're fine. Everyone keep it a secret here. Um, <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you guys a question because I did see people asking it a bunch on Twitter. I don't know if you guys addressed it or if Numi did. People were wondering why there aren't draft style contests for the Super Bowl like there were last year. Have we gotten an official? statement on that we kind of just directed people to last year's episode with rudman post super bowl is yeah. kind of what we said because we we said it right on the monday show there nez after the conference championship finished so if people want to go back and watch we did kind of like 10 15 minutes on it where it's just kind of like the one game ones have just played poorly and it's why all the primetime palooza stuff shifted to two games or three games or whatever this year because as soon as you lose positional designation in football and you know stuff just gets really messy with uh you're basically looking at if you ran like an 80,000 person contest like they did last year for this it's you're going to get a a 5,000 person dupe train or you're going to get you know, 79,000 people pissed off that a CMC plus Mahomes exists. So it's just not worth the hassle. Play it in cash game lobbies, play it in private lobbies and that sort of thing. And then play the pick them stuff, uh, which I, which I think I fully agree with. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe in the future we can think of a way to do it, but the way we currently draft games, probably not ideal for a single game sample of football. Yeah, it's just not. I, I, I've I've said it. Even like the the two game slates aren't as interesting to me. Much less the one game slates. And then you have it's like the same people complaining that the contests don't exist are then the people that will complain that someone else got the combo that they spent the entire time trying to chase. <laughs> it's like, but if you no. would have gotten it, you would have been okay with the rolling up your sleeves. So I, I completely understand why they don't do it. I, I don't have any good ideas right now, but there, there has to be some kind of remix on 
the single game drafting style. I think I had floated once, like you had two copies of players or there, there has to be mm-hmm. a fun remix on it because there are some people who just want to get their drafting fix. And I certainly understand that, but I also understand that it's just not possible in its current format. I think the future of this is, is sort of like pick them champions where it's you're, you're picking projections of higher or lower and you are up against you know, a, a field of, of other, you know, pick them players where you're kind of scoring based on who was right and who was wrong. And then maybe you give like bonus points depending on how correct you were. And that, that can get a little, you know, dicey, I guess, if you take a lower and a guy gets hurt or something like there'd have to be nuances to that. But I think that's probably the best way to do it as opposed to just like raw score. It's like, here's a projection and make a pick based on said projection that's and and we've also talked about also like doing some sort of multiplier for like last round picks so if you are you know taking if it's a four player draft in a one game contest then that fourth round is like 1.5 x or 2x for your last round pick just to kind of add an interesting wrinkle to kind of even things out but otherwise yeah it's just you know not worth the the blowback that they would get if somebody got lucky basically yeah so there, we do have, uh, you can do private contests, right? Or, or is it head-to-head? What's the format for the contest in the lobby, John? Yeah, we got uh, two players. We got three players up in the lobbies right now that you can play against anyone. And then you also have the ability, here, you know what? I'll just bring it up real quick because actually, uh, well, we're going to do it in, in a minute anyways. But you can just go ahead and, okay, it's going to be way Sorry, I didn't to, mean to derail like, our flow here. I was. No, 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 you're good. I just uh, wasn't prepared yet. Go there. So there's the offerings currently in the lobbies right there. But then if you click this little eye icon, like we're going to do in a minute here, you can go ahead and create a private draft right there. So we'll create a private draft. We'll just, you know, put it in the YouTube chat, first come, first serve, or whatever to the community. And we can draft three persons in, in that regard there, all the way up to, I think it was $100. Oh, we got 500 up there. A thousand. Oh, a thousand dollar head to heads. Single game for pink slips. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> those are just, those, that's where T Box lives. He's just lurking in there, waiting for you to to enter those. Contests. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to misclick. He's gonna catch me with my pants down. <laughs> but it's interesting that they are super flex and they are, I believe, full PPR. Really? Yes. So it's oh, you're complete, right. Mm-hmm. So it's like a completely different format than we're than we're used to, and it really evens out. Like you know. I mean, I, I think CMC is still one zero one, even in a superflex format with full full PPR. But it really does kind of make for interesting drafts because I don't think it's necessarily cut and dry as far as like who to take. And we got the kickers you, in there too, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, if if you're in a head to head like that, like say you're playing like one K head to head and you roll like the the one oh two, is it more advantageous to just have both quarterbacks? Or is it more advantageous to have like CMC Kelsey Rice or CMC Kelsey Debo? Hmm. And is would this be a two person or a three? I imagine two. Like I was, I was envisioning two. Like if you, if we were playing head to head right now. Hmm. And the you're saying basically, are you talking about like stacking up versus? Just drafting the best player. Just, Sorry, I think I lost you on the question. I was yeah, thinking like, about the draft. One zero one. Yeah. And then you're right. number two, and then you have the next two picks. Are you taking? Are you double tapping Mahomes Purdy? Or I think you, so. 
right? Because you're just trying to get the most projection impossible there, right? I would I, think so. Now, yeah. now, which side of that 2v2 would you want is <laughs> kind of what I was getting at. I guess the funny thing is I did just pull up like the ETR projections and they do have in full PPR Kelsey projected ahead of Purdy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so you kind of, yeah. And a head to head, you know, maybe you just do like the Mahomes Kelsey thing and then you just take the stack and then hope that Purdy fails. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, the that value is- in, in boosting that correlation too? Because like this, remember when we played the head-to-head week when Pete was doing the cash game thing, and I did the the gal brain of like, well, he's got hurts. If I take AJ Brown with my last pick, now I'm like countering some scoring. Like, what would be the meta in this? Is it is it good to like usurp some points from your opponent? Because if Kelsey scores a touchdown, it's worth more to you than Mahomes, right? Yeah. Or is that like putting the condom on a head-to-head? <laughs> right. I guess it would probably also depend on like the volume you're you're playing in these as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's it's also man, like what do you guys even just think about this Mahomes projection in general? Like looking at his line for fantasy points on underdog, you know, it, it seems like a little frothy to me. You know, he seems like the consensus second best raw play to everyone, like even on like redacted for the captain stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know. I, I'm just not sold on Mahomes, his form right now, as far as it goes for like fantasy. I'm just not seeing it. I I think the best way to articulate it is the, the IQ meme like that, right? And like we're living in that middle of, of man, this doesn't make sense. Where's Mahomes' ceiling been? He hasn't eclipsed like 20 fantasy points in forever and blah, blah, blah. And on both ends of the spectrum, it's just like Mahomes in the playoffs as an underdog. Like, you know, it's just like, I I can't explain it any other way. But this isn't me saying that. It has nothing to do with the spread or even the Chiefs winning. The Chiefs have won three straight games playing really good football, and Mahomes has not shown anything resembling a fantasy ceiling. And how have the teams had success? I mean, nobody's beat San Fran the last two games, but how have the teams had success against them? It's all been on the ground. You know, right. Montgomery for 90 yards, uh, the the end around to JMO for 40, another 50 for Gibbs, 108 for Aaron Jones. So you do think if, you, if they're going to beat them, it doesn't necessarily have to funnel through Mahomes either. So to like fur- further layer onto your point, yeah. 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 I mean, it, it is, it's been a disaster, uh, in that regard pitch saying here hasn't got for 20 plus points since week seven. Um, I mean, you really have to run hot on the touchdowns with him, right? Because like everything's at the line of scrimmage. I mean, even Rashi Rice's a dot is hilariously low. Um, I mean, there's a reason why you're getting spice on Mahomes throwing for two touchdowns, right? Is it, is it one and a half? They, they, it's, it's yeah. two. It's actually, I checked today. I think it's two and a half. Now, is it two and is a half? Like, yeah, which like yeah. I can't I can't play that. Yeah. But yeah, I do like I kind of do like playing Mahomes in two separate ways, not to completely pivot to a pick'em conversation. Um yeah. I like thinking Mahomes can rush for a touchdown in this game. Yeah. Uh two X, you know, if that's not if you don't think that's enough, like that's fine. Or you can play Mahomes rushes for a touchdown and doesn't do much else, and you can then so you can then play it from Mahomes fantasy points 
perspective, I've played around with pickups way too much where you do the Mahomes higher, right? Yeah. And then that you play that as though he's getting there via rushing and not passing. And then you can do like lowers with his pass catchers and then you get a boost oh, to your, yeah. to your pick them in that way. It's super galbering. I fully <laughs> acknowledge this, but it's, it's just, just different yeah. ways to kind of boost your payouts on here. Cause that, I think that's kind of like the new edge in my opinion. What I'm looking for is like, I am fully spice pilled. I'm fully like, how do I get more payout, more bang for my buck, even if they are less probable picks? Like, I just want to hit big. <laughs> That's pretty smart, dude. For sure. I, I like that too. And honestly, I was kind of even playing that, not even thinking through the rushing angle of like, Mahomes can definitely go under two on his fantasy points with guys like Noah Gray clearing whatever it is, 11 and a half. Or my, my favorite thing on the board, and we'll get to it, is the MBS uh, spice over 38 or 39 and a half. Oh, my um, God. It's like, but those things can hit with Mahomes just having one of the games he's been having where he scores 17 fantasy points or whatnot. Right. Um, and you get a boost on those. Yeah. Like, they don't care who you're taking. If they negatively correlate, you will get a boost. So I really like just finding ways to kind of like fight back against the, 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 uh, the, the projections, uh, the, the variable projections that, that they have going on right now and just finding ways to make it like get more bang for your buck. And that is an awesome way to do it too. For sure. And there's, I was, uh, noticing it. We were kind of doing this on the club yesterday with the rivals where you can kind of use the rivals as ways to get leverage that doesn't get a dock. So as an example, Brock Purdy, you take him 15 and a half, and I realize we're just jumping all over the place, but I assume people don't give a shit. We're, we're <laughs> do whatever we want. You take, Brock, to it. you take Brock Purdy, 15 and a half passing yard spot versus Mahomes, but then you take Pacheco, 23 and a half rushing yards versus CMC. So you're yes. saying like, Mahomes isn't throwing a ton. It's a way more Pacheco, which makes it easier for Brock Purdy. And you're getting the fat side of the spot on both of those as well. So like those kind of uh, anti-correlated things that help you out are nice. Yeah. You really got to think about like how you are playing, playing these and playing them as smart as possible. And that, that is like, that is such a great way to still use correlation and use, you know, good game theory on your side and not, dock your payouts like that's still 3x that's that's a great way to think through these and just to piggyback it and it's not just the correlation boost we're actually showing these as having value in the fantasy life projection so fantasy life has brock purdy dead ass projected for more passing yards than patrick mahomes and i like 17 wow. so you're if you if you trust those projections you're getting almost a over a 30 yard spot on Brock Purdy here and then if you look at the rushing yards McCaffrey is projected for 96 on fantasy life we have Pacheco at 80 so that's a 16 spot so you're still getting another what seven yards of value there plus the added correlation benefits of how those two work in tandem really good shout that's that's how man. that's how you got to play these man boys are dialed right now I'm not gonna lie that was a that was some knowledge gentlemen well, I we we've we've been in the I mean, you know it's 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 been a long week when I just like now can't make a pick 'em without the two and a half spice on that MVS because I'm just like, <laughs> dude, if this guy's hitting, like it, it takes I, I thought it was wild because they have his receptions set at one and a half. 
And I'm like, if MBS has two receptions, he's going to have 40 plus yards. So just take the two and a half X spice on it. Like they're not even <laughs> MBS touches at the line of scrimmage. It's not goddamn Devo Samuel over here. <laughs> yeah. And, and to your point on the MVS stuff, cause it was one that I liked. I mean, look at this uptick in routes last week when they've just kind of like left McCole Hardman for dead. He goes 96% of routes last week. He's the guy they throw the ball to on fourth down to seal the game. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a little bit of MVS Kool-Aid right now as well. It's a wild jump in, in his routes, you know, that pop-up to 96%. I mean, isn't that just full capitulation on Andy Reid? It's like, we've tried every goddamn thing. <laughs> yes, Darius Tony right. has his head up his ass. Sky Moore is injured. Miko Hardman has his head up his ass. Like, I can only ask so much of Noah fucking Gray. MVS, take the wheel. You are our savior now. That, that's Andy Reid's internal monologue. That's exactly yeah. what he said. More or less. Our emo cowboy dropping a little 269. Praise be. Uh, yeah, pour out the red solo cup for our guy Toby Keith yesterday. Tough scene. Cheers. Yeah, did Imagine. any of you guys have any thoughts on how this could impact Reba McIntyre's uh, <laughs> anthem? I believe uh, she was <laughs> publicly mourning him. I'm thinking she holds the notes a little extra longer for Toby. Mm. So I'm leading it? over 90 seconds. She's gonna make a fucking meal out of <laughs> Only it. <in> the- <laughs> make a meal out of it. Only in the right states. They're it's high, highly regulated. Highly regulated. Not every state's <laughs> offering that. Uh, well, sorry, sorry, on, sorry. On the game in general, we're, we're just getting into the game, the big game. What do you what do you guys foresee happening just you know outside of the like on the macro? I personally see this game shooting out low key i think this really? is gonna be yeah interesting oh yeah i think this is gonna I'm be an awesome side. awesome game and, and i think it starts with I'll, I'll, I'll ask you guys a question but let me tell you what i think first uh, let's go bigger boxes for nez he's about to tell us a story i need to hear this story because i'm on the other side of this and i oh, really hope you're right do we do we do we have the overlays to, to put me i just in the i didn't box. even need the full box it's just something a little bigger there we go all right it starts with the fact that the 49ers, this is this is me just having suffering multiple bad beats in the playoff best ball streets where I faded the Niners in every which way possible. And they should have lost twice. They should have lost to the Lions and they should have lost to the goddamn Packers. And I it's a was- stretch to call. Hold on. That's it's a stretch to call multiple bad beats the overwhelming Super Bowl favorite making it to the Super Bowl. I'm and you had multiple bad beats. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the the results themselves were bad beats. They should have lost to the Packers, and they should have lost to the Lions, and they didn't. And I was perfectly set up to just dominate, but that didn't happen. But what was happening in those games that we talked about? Well, the, the Niners were extremely vulnerable on the ground, and not only were they just vulnerable on the ground, their defense in general is just, like, wildly overrated. They are not going to be able to stop the Chiefs. The Chiefs are – dealing death by a thousand cuts to every team that they play, just dinking and dunking and running just on whoever they want. So they're going to be able to score it well on the Niners, which is fantastic because we want the Niners to play up pace. We want the Niners to have to go blow for blow with the Chiefs. And the Chiefs defense is obviously extremely stout. Like that is the that is the worrisome part here is that the Chiefs defense could have their way with Brock Purdy and we could be dealing with the Seattle versus Broncos style Super Bowl where we're expecting fireworks and we get an absolute ass beating. But if the Chiefs force the Niners to play some fast-paced ball, play take some shot take some home run shots 
and we get a little, you know, heavyweight battle back and forth, I can see this game hitting 60. So I'm all over the hires. <laughs> Love this um, game. I'm a fish in that I'm over the hires on underdog, but like the lower. Spread. Uh, no, I guess my concern, I guess the part I disagree with is I think I'd almost, to your point, I would almost want it flipped. Like I would want the Chiefs in a negative game script and forcing them to take the ball out of Isaiah Pacheco's hands and throw more, where I feel like the Niners will still dial up like more explosive plays in more neutral game scripts. Whereas we saw the chiefs didn't score a goddamn point in the second half last week. And they're like, we'll just let Pacheco run it long drives, punt field goal, whatever. I I more worry about them getting pushed than the Niners. See, I, I don't know what was up with that, that AFC championship game, because what were like the Ravens, what were the Ravens doing? Right. I think they, they were guilty. Yeah. Like they're guilty for why, that that played out why it did. I don't think that was necessarily like the Chiefs offense sputtering. It was just like we could we could stay as vanilla as we wanted because the Ravens couldn't do anything on their side of the ball. They couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. Whereas the Niners probably can, but I do worry that the Chiefs defense is just going to have their way with it. But Brock Purdy could, you know, show everybody that he was deserving of a MVP vote. The, the other reason, Nez, I get why I want the Niners from a positive game script is because what I saw in that game against the Lions was Kyle Shanahan coming out of the second half, and he's like, I do not trust this guy, Lee Harvey Oswald, one bit <laughs> to do this on his own. He says, you know what you're going to do? You're going to throw it to Debo Samuel at the line of scrimmage. You're going to hand it off to Christian McCaffrey, and if you need to, you can scramble Lee Harvey. Like, that's what he told him to do. <laughs> like, he neutered the playbook because Brock was playing scared, where it's like, I want momentum, Brock. I want Niners are rolling. And yep. then force the Chiefs to be like, we can't just rush the ball 20 times with Pacheco. So I feel like we can get there. I just think we need it to come from the other game script. See, I'm kind of like hearing what you're both saying, and I'm a little bit in the middle because I think both the way in which both these teams win is on the ground because that's the best matchup I see for both. Because like, what's Kansas City going to do to Brock? They're going to blitz a lot, and they're going to put wide receivers on islands. So it's all going to be like get ball out quickly. And like I think there's only been two touchdowns scored by opposing WR1s and twos against the Chiefs this season. And it was Zay Flowers like literally last game. And then it was, I mean, if you want to call, why am I blanking on the Bills guy? Uh, Shakir? Shakir, if you want to call WR2 or, or whatever like that. Like they hadn't like given anything up like that before. So like, they're going to blitz heavy. It's going to be like ball out quickly, dump off stuff around the line of scrimmage. It's going to be Debo. It's going to be CMC. And then on the flip side, like this is one of my favorite little ones. I'll bring up our guy, um, Connor Allen from, we were hanging out with him in Vegas there at the ship chasing thing. Oh, there we go. I like this little one here is like the Niners don't blitz and they have like an incredible front four that they rush and like drop back play zone coverage behind. That's what Mahomes has struggled the most with this season. So I think like their clear path to winning is via Pacheco on the ground, because I think that's where Niners are most vulnerable. So if we're painting a narrative where the two sides, both successful plays are ball out quickly and run attack, like I just see clock moving and I feel it's like really hard to score a ton of points that way unless you're breaking off like big plays on low a dots. That's where I'm at. Mm. 
I do think that is probably where a lot of over unders hinge is like, can you get the big play that speeds it up? Can you get the yeah. goddamn ball bouncing off of Brandon Ayuk's helmet again? Can you get Pacheco actually breaking one of those free to where both these teams, because what you want is that sense of fear placed in the other team of like, holy shit, they just scored quick and they're going to keep scoring and we cannot take anything for granted. Like we need as many points as we can get. Whereas the opposite happened in that AFC championship game where the Chiefs mm -hmm. were like, this team's a fucking joke. We'll just salt <laughs> away the clock this entire second half because they're gonna, you know, fumble it away on their own. Yeah. It's a, it's it's kind of crazy when you compare the two quarterbacks and the way in which they played this year. Is like if you just like blind put your yeah. hands over like A B or whatever, you would pick like Purdy to be Mahomes and Mahomes to be Purdy based on yeah. like the A dots and like how deep Purdy was throwing downfield comparatively and that sort of thing. It's it's a very interesting setup for for the game. That reminds me, Gretch had a really good tweet where he was kind of talking about that and the differences and the differences in boxes that those guys have seen and why, you know, people have such polarizing takes, I, I guess more so on Purdy than they do Mahomes, but he had a really good thread uh, about what makes them them different and the type of looks they see. Yeah, thread, thread, Ben Threads is uh, is popping off. He's had a couple see uh, more uh, expansion on the, uh, yeah. on the old X apps lately. I've been really enjoying it, man. It's a it's a good look for him, Ben. If you're watching, keep it nobody up. puts Ben in a corner when it comes to a word count. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing we joked about. The first time we ever had Gretch on the on the show, I was like, man, you write five k words every single week, like. I did a, I did my DFS after dark a couple weeks ago on my channel with Cody Maine, and I was giving him shit for not knowing about the space button when he's writing that he can actually break up thousand word chunks of text into multiple paragraphs. So I broke that news to him. Um, so I don't know. I haven't checked the his uh, his write up for the Super Bowl, but uh, yeah, he didn't know about the space button. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um. What do you guys say? We do you guys want to draft something or build something? Why don't we? Why don't we do a do the do a couple of the drafts and then we'll finish with some some pick'em builds. All right, let's do this. Do we want to try and? You know what? No, never mind. Are we doing first come first serve? Or are we battling out amongst the show? Well, I think we should do one show battle. Okay. What do you guys want to play for? Give me, give me 10 spot 10 spot oh, wow. it is okay i'll create a private draft here private chat me yeah and then we'll get you guys in and then we'll do a couple community ones because these will be really fast yeah they'll be very fast all right and it'll be fun go. to see them snap fill all right let's go i'm in Oh, the, God, detect my location for the love of God. <laughs> Actually, I thought I was in it. I'm, I'm still fetching. There you Call go. Me a golden retriever guy. I'm still <laughs> fetching this draft. I love their cute little, little words that they put on for, for certain things like fetching the draft. <laughs> I got a couple. So there's some people in the chat while this draft loads, because it needs to, you know, we need to prepare ourselves for this draft to start. Everybody's looking at me as some golf thought leader because I struck gold in round one of the <laughs> of the of the farmers insurance one. I don't know who's gonna win waste management, but all I know is that I draft a lot of Si Woo Kim. So 
I don't know. Maybe take some shots on Siwoo Kim for the waste management Phoenix Open. That's I see to get get that out of the way. I'm not a I'm not a tout. I'm not a thought leader for golf. I just I just push buttons, folks. Yes, please don't tarnish the brand. You are the definitive PGA <laughs> thought leader, my friend. Please. <laughs> People are looking for me for answers. I don't. <laughs> People are looking to me for answers. <laughs> they 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 think I'm some genius. I just I didn't know who the guy. I found out who Alejandro Tosti was. After I completed my drafts. <laughs> and I just found out who he was. Oh, I'll never forget Alejandro Tosti. I'm going to sh- shake his hand if I ever meet him. All right. With the inaugural Super Bowl off and, off the, off and on the clock draft, I'm taking Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Seems seems safe. Now, this is a really interesting spot because, like, I, I don't want to give Pete double quarterbacks. I feel like we, we get absolutely crushed. But I think I like Purdy more than Mahomes. Play some defense. I'm doing it. There you go. Back to the roots. Yeah. Wow. Let so give you're gonna him the Mahomes Kelsey if he wants it. I don't know. God, you're gonna make me do the Taylor Swift stack. <laughs> Out of principle, I'm taking Travis Kelsey first. Let the record show go. that. <laughs> All right, back to Roto Run. They're calling that the tortured I- poets build. This gonna be Pacheco for me. If I'm playing the Purdy thing, I want to play Pacheco smart. from the other side. This this couldn't be easier. I'm snap picking Rice and Samuel, my two short ADOT King Summers. It's a lot yeah. going on there, dude. This is where the cliff happens. There, there's two more picks, and then we you enter the cliff. Oh yeah, now I'm debating MBS well, or Jawan Jennings. Dude, it uh, it's actually Harrison Butker season. Oh. I and if I'm already if I'm already this heavy on the Chiefs, probably just lean into it. Yeah, reminder that you have to have one of each for anyone else who joins one of these with us in a second. So this is interesting because I find myself in the same predicament as you, where it's like, okay, if I'm heavy Niners here, I should probably just tack on the the Jake Moody points. But this doesn't this feel like the the fantasy equivalent of taking the points. Yeah, but this is also the contest equivalent of needing to take the points. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. Yeah, we're, That's play, fair. we're playing. But this is the most game. interesting pick. This is the most. In- this is a choose your own adventure. This is. Uh, I've got you know we're we're CMC Rice Debo. For me, I think I just got to I got to go with the with the advanced metrics that tell me MBS is running ninety nine point nine percent of routes. And uh, we're just going to hope that he catches one ball. Do you think, I think we just did like probably the chalk draft, right? Was there any pick that was even like sacrificing projection, really? Probably the Purdy one. I mean, like, uh, yeah, classic fish play. (laughs) But like, I think, I think the chalk draft would be Mahomes goes at two and then and then someone decides whether they go Kelsey Purdy or they go Purdy Debo or something here, and then the Kelsey decision might come back to the two hole. Yeah, so I think the te- the teams look as chalky as they normally would, but I but I don't think the order was the normal. Yeah, chalk. that that two pick is the wild card. That's where the draft starts, as we like to say around here. And then after <laughs> that, everything else falls in line. 
Like I think I think that is the only wild card pick. That's the toughest pick in the room is that two pick. So salute to you, John, for for and, taking a stand. And it is again, like if you think about you know uh, draft slot edges, you know it could be a lot worse. Like if you didn't have a CMC to balance out the two quarterbacks, you know I'm trying to think if it was like even if it was like Bills versus eagles or something you know where it's like someone's getting josh allen someone's getting jalen hurts and you're like having to go to battle with stefan Diggs against yeah. those two teams it's like good luck at least this is like a very fair first round this you is like about like yeah the best like super bowl that you could hope for for a three-person cash lobby if you're playing draft games <laughs> yeah i mean cmc's really the only guy who ha like you could say lots of guys have similar ceilings as the quarterbacks but to say a similar floor as the quarterbacks like you just can't say that about anyone other than cmc right yeah no 100 percent. and then you also the fact that it's full ppr and you have like some you have enough receiving talent and or like auxiliary talent to break the slate elsewhere too to compete you know like nobody's gonna say george Kittle can't outscore uh debo and iuke but it'd be a lot harder for Dallas Goddard to outscore, you know, Devonta Smith and, and AJ Brown. Yep. Yeah. And I guess the next part to think through, I mean, all of us have, I mean, Nez doesn't have a quarterback. So like the correlation stuff is less important, but like I have the uh, premium stack, you have a premium stack there with Brock. I'm trying to even just think like if you were even playing in, say, say you did like a, a satellite and there was, 10 of these drafts or whatever. I'm even saying like, what would you do differently to try to give yourself even a higher ceiling? It's kind of hard. I, I think you'd probably take a skill position player over the kicker and just hope, Hey, if I have Patrick Mahomes, I'll take Noah gray and hope he gets a TD. Maybe that's something you do to get an edge. Yeah. Or you play like super gal brain, uh, injury narrative where you take like Elijah Mitchell in the last round to leverage off the CMC one or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's Should just a binary outcome. It's either serve? zero or 10. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fire up a, a private one. Oh, we lost the, uh, the screen unless, yeah, you, unless you're hiding the URL. So that way people can't, can't join mm -hmm. before the links posted. Um, turn me up. I, they, he had, uh, the That's last they said is that it would be a slim chance. That's what Andy Reid said yesterday as far as McKinnon being activated. His quote made it seem bearish that he was going to play to me. One that I find really interesting is if you could set a number at the amount of carries that, that happen by a non-CMC or Pacheco running back. In total? In in this game. Like, do you think Elijah Mitchell gets a carry? Because you're saying, like, CH is probably a lock for at least one carry. Debo's probably a lock for one carry. I was just thinking running backs for a second. Oh, but just yeah. running backs. Yeah. 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 Like, I, because I don't think, because one of my pick em ones that I did last night when I was prepping or whatever is Elijah Mitchell lower three and a half yards which feels like scary on the surface, but like, I don't think he touches the football. Why would he touch the football? He, Unfortunately, he, John, you lost, you, you just lost like 
33% closing line value because that's at four and a half yards now. I hate to break it to you. Wow. <laughs> well, now we have to now we have to get it again. I mean, there's there's only there's there's three ways, right? Um mm-hmm. or, or you were saying how many yards were you saying? What's it at? Three and a half, four and a half? Four and a half. You get the thing where McCaffrey has a really long run, right? He has like a 60 yard run, has to get spelled, and they they want to run the ball again. Eli Mitchell comes in. Eli or uh, CMC gets hurt. Eli Mitchell comes in. The Niners are up by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Like those are the three scenarios where you probably get beat on that. Yeah. Which seems like a fair thing to assume wouldn't happen. That's I, I, I like it, John. I like the lower. It feels very just event-based. Like, is he going to get a carry or not? And if he does, you might still be okay because he has to gain five yards. And it's it's strictly on the ground. I like it. Like, I, I, I was looking back at, I mean, he got four carries last game, but it was because of, like, a weird situation, as you alluded to, like a long run, and then he was kind of hurt or banged he up. Land, well, he landed on his head. On his like, head, yeah. Yeah. He was stretching his neck out a little bit. Yeah, it was strictly because of an injury scenario. If CMC's healthy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I like that play, man. But yeah. Kyle Yushek has had like six carries this year, and he's been like more involved in the passing game. And then they basically never spell CMC unless it was games were out of reach, basically. I don't know. Anyways, that was kind of going down the, the pick them well once I said the name of of cmc um all right what should we should we make the chat pony up here what do you think 10 yeah 15? make him pony up 25 25 let's see who the real players are post it first come first serve finger tr- trigger fingers in the chat boom go I, this is I'm gonna be most impressed by who gets in here because this me is too. gonna show me who's got oh. the quickest. Ooh, ooh, ooh. all right, here let's we go. go. We got some copy and paste kings and queens with us today. <laughs> who do we got? B Spurf, B Spurf, and, and G for Gumby. There we go. G for Gumby has been winning everything in NBA recently, so he's just trying to donate a little back to me. Yeah, time to give some back. <laughs> it's about time to, to give back. You can you time. can give back in a couple ways. You can become a YouTube member on the channel, or you can accept John's uh, private three person drafts for the Super Bowl. Yeah, everyone knows that's where my biggest edge lies is these three bad lobbies. Are you oh, going to mix it up this time hey, at the two? Speaking of memes, I, I don't know. I was going to ask you guys. Why don't you guys make the pick at the at the two here? Speaking of memes, though, I don't know whose channels is whose and where they all come from. But we got we got a bunch added here. Five vibes. We got Jay Kitten. We got Andy. We got Bindles. We got Damn. asking when Puck from Blake. It's coming. And then we got Beastburf. There we go. Right there. It's only right. that. Only because, what uh what have you you've been doing uh hoop streams right, Ness? Yeah, yeah. On Tuesdays and Thursdays we go behind the paywall and do some uh some some hoops rankings and stuff. Just just you know just a little random uh conversation mixed in there well it's been a lot of fun so hang out in there if you if you haven't yet uh i haven't even told oh, okay let's make this pick who do you guys want to pick here did you like my purdy idea or do you like the the mahomes stuff? just do anything other than purdy so we get a different build from the two slot okay let's do the mahomes and see what it looks like then yeah because i think you'll get one of rice or kelsey back i don't think spurf would do kelsey rice 
and, and, and I do think it's interesting in that I assume he goes Kelsey Purdy. Um, you you could sell me on, you know, Mahomes-Rice being just as good of a stack, if not even better than Mahomes-Kelsey. So, like, the only way to get that stack would be to take Mahomes at two. Or you could do the Mahomes-Pacheco and wonder how unique is that. That's Got to get thinking. unique in a three-person contest. <laughs> I know. Look at our my gal brain is just defaulting to being unique. Okay, do you guys like the rice correlation, or do you like? I like Pacheco? rice. I would do rice. Yeah, I think it has to be rice. Okay, but then I think the question we is rice projection in doing so. But I don't know if that if it gets if it manifests itself. In... You got to think easy sheet. Like we made a bet, you know, and and now mm-hmm. like the better pick becomes rice. So now does uh, does right. Gumby does Gumby get CMC and Pacheco? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. that's nice. And he's got I. He's got CMC, Pacheco, and Ayuk. I think I like yeah. Debo more than Ayuk this week. Me too. But if yeah. you have CMC... <laughs> Pete, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I do too. I just can't give in to Big Davis Matic publicly. I think they're side by side on the big board, which is like all you're doing. Because if you hadn't <laughs> been fighting the good fight, it would be like Debo a whole round before Ayuk. <laughs> Um, Johnny basketball say that, that they have a lot of fun, have a blast with Nez and all they do is talk shit about John and these I'm coming. I am showing up to these paywall streams and I think it might start tomorrow. Nez, I might thrust oh. myself in there Let's because, go. Oh, should we take the kicker or should we take the MVS with the correlation? Yeah. I mean, let's, yeah, let's do a chiefs pass catcher. Yeah. Cause Moody, or Noah Gray. Moody hasn't even been that good of a kicker. Okay. Let's do MVS then. I like this. Someone said that one of my buddies said on a redacted offshore book, there's a line of Jake Moody getting caught with an escort. Hello? The game. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I, I was not familiar with your game. <laughs> Imagine like just the sweat on that. You're like, you set your alarm early for Monday morning, That's 7 a.m. Blow up TMZ. Come on, give me some Jake Moody. And is that all just from the time like Jimmy Garoppolo went on a date with that one one girl? I don't even know where that's coming for. Like, why is Jake? Yeah. I guess Jake Moody. I did, I don't know if it was on this show or another one where I had read a tweet where someone said like Jake Moody definitely looks like a guy you can't trust. Where you give him a ten spot to go get beer and you never see him again, kind of thing. <laughs> and then I looked at his headshot and I was like, yeah, I kind of see that. Okay, we gotta look it up in a second here. There must be some good like headlines out there, like Jake in the Moody, like Jake spotted with the, <laughs> with the escort right after a victory. I, that's what you could do. You could pair that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the only <laughs> mood Jake was in was a sexy one late night on the strip. <laughs> that is absurd. This one looks like evil John Warner. <laughs> he does Bizarro, Bizarro John. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Funny, John. Yeah, this is the guy who's crashing the NBA private member stream right here. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that is the guy. Oh, but the reason that the reason for that is it's trade deadline day tomorrow, and I think it's going to make for like a crazy sweat and conversation. And I want to be part of like the live reaction to like if we get some trade news or something. Yeah, good idea. Good idea. The the paywall is jumping, man. We we got the the 
the memberships are flowing so definitely get in there if you're, if you're not yet it's uh we're, we're making it worth your while and, and and i and i do think we'll end up doing like a little members only lounge too in the in the discord we've been talking mm-hmm. about it i think we'll we'll definitely capitalize on that too so memberships are only going up baby <laughs> first badge bro to get caught with an escort in the members lounge taking bets <laughs> right now no comment. I, already, I already got it it's rally <laughs> <laughs> First, he has to get in the lounge. All right. Um, With Rally, it's not getting caught. It's more just expected. You know? Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah. It has to be a surprise if you get caught. So on brand. <laughs> Should, we Should we do some, some pickups? Yes, yeah. please. Got the, yeah, got I, the I wanted to ask here. you guys, though, what, what, what do you guys think about this in general? How they turned out? I think if you're playing the three-person lobbies, Purdy at two opens the door for so much more than Mahomes at two. Maybe. Yeah. It's it's just weird because the, I bet I was looking at this for redacted too. There's nine viable captains and there's nine viable players here. You know, I really think you can like, you know, shuffle up the second round however you like. You can shuffle up the third round however you like. And we're probably splitting hairs as far as what it is. But yeah, I do. I don't know. Like Mahomes with being able to get that second pass catcher, getting the double stack. Like if Mahomes is winning this for you, probably two pass catchers are coming along, right? Yeah, I think so. I think I think my reasoning for Purdy at two from like a game theory standpoint would be you always have a back stack in the third round because the CMC is rarely going to double tap double San Fran. So right. You're always going to have Ayuk, Debo, or Kittle at worst in the third, and then taking Pacheco with Mahomes feels way worse than taking um, Pacheco with Purdy. Yeah, and I, I wonder Pacheco if we should. I wonder if we should be thinking about Pacheco a little differently as far as his correlation with Mahomes, just because he isn't coming off the field, he is catching some passes. I mean, obviously, he's not CMC Purdy type stack where you just don't even care because it's like a wide receiver. But I don't know, maybe like pure projection wise, I mean, you want Pacheco over Rashi Rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think maybe we put ourselves at a disadvantage by giving Pacheco to the CMC player, but or in this case, Gumby. But I don't know. and because One not only there. does he get, you know, obviously two slam dunk plays, but he gets awesome leverage off of the Mahomes and Purdy teams. You know, if he's getting the mm-hmm. rushing touchdowns there, it's just, it's almost GG, you know, like <laughs> at, at that point, if he gets, you know, multiple uh, rushing touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. I think everybody just built pretty optimally there. You know, I mean, if, mm-hmm. if things yeah. play out the way that your first round pick, you know, or first or second round pick in, in, in beast first case, uh, you know, everything works out for you, then you played it right. Who, okay. Last question. Whose team do you take right now? Who, who you who you wagering on? I I'm taking Gumby. Yeah, I think so too. I'm taking us, yes. man. Oh, <laughs> love the blind Rice. faith. She on yourself. The number one Rasheed <laughs> Rice fanboy can't all of a sudden turn his back on on the kid in the in the biggest game. I don't. Did you guys see the video of Rasheed Rice getting a send off from his uh, suburban yeah. neighbors? That was cute as hell. <laughs> I did not. 
he lives in like I'm pretty sure I, I, if I had to guess because you know former Kansas Cityan over here, uh, it's like mm-hmm. Overland Park or or something like that. Um, and it's just, he's leaving a cul-de-sac with like a, you know a cute like lots of a lot of like single-family homes around him, and he's leaving in his Corvette. And then it's a bunch of little kids with the sign, and they sound like me whenever I'm on a Sunday watching. They're just go she go she <laughs> as he's pulling off in his Corvette. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. It was very wholesome. It was. All right. I saw media day one yesterday from from Jack trying to get to the bottom of the Gatorade stuff. Did you guys see that one? Yes, I did. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. Let's do this. So, and I will say this: this is a fun one, right? Because we're not just. This is where we really need the spice filter because we have so many spices that don't involve. TDs mm, for do. this game. Luckily, Nez and I have spent clearly a lot of time in here, so we kind of <laughs> know where all the spices can be found. We do. And there's a lot of like yardage spice, which is, I think, kind of fun. Uh, if, if you have like 100 plus for uh, rice and Kelsey, I don't know if that's changed at all for uh, some pretty significant spice that I think you can really build some, some fun things around. All right. I'm going to propose four different pickups. The first of which is the classic. We all just say, what is our goddamn favorite thing in the lobby? Just put it. your huevos on the table, build the entry, <laughs> enjoy it. Number two is a rivals-based one. This isn't to preclude you know, rivals from being in any others, but a rivals-based one where we are trying to play some of those correlations and anti-correlations together. Number three is one of our classic, like we've always done on off and on the clock, game flow, whether it's like a double stack, we're going to play a script. If Nez wants to pull up the chair, do story time again, (laughs) we're going to build one out. And then number four is where we get the spicy margs going. We spice that up. We get the 100 Xer, and we sail off into the sunset. Those are are the four I'm proposing. I love it. Uh, Yeah, I love it. Let's – Let's start with the rivals one because there's these two up here already. And I think I like both of them a lot. Yeah. I like those two. The other rivals one that really jumped out to me, and I'm actually curious your thoughts on this, is the receiving yards Kittle versus Kelsey because you're getting, what is it, a 26 and a half yard spot last I looked, I believe, on Kittle versus Kelsey. They've added a bunch more since I last looked. A lot of dust balls on here. Yeah. (laughs) 26 and a half adjusted to the Kittle side for Kelsey Kittle. And I I, I think fantasy life is higher on Kittle than market, but but our projections have Kelsey at 67.3 and Kittle at 57.7, which which makes the Kittle side just an uber smash. Um, Okay. I also think you have a couple ways of getting there. Obviously, if Kelsey does what he's done in some of these previous games, we're pretty much toast. But if if Kelsey has a muted game, that's such a huge spot. Like he could literally need just like one or two catches to even get there. And then also when Kittle hits, he hits in a big play thing. So like Kittle could have like a 40-yard catch or whatever, and it would be really hard for Kelsey to separate from him with that spot. So um, that was just one that stood out to me. 
another thing you could add to that too is if you go into like the DVP stuff and the strength of the defense, like that linebacker core is a big strength of San Francisco and the uh, they're fourth in DVOA against opposing tight ends. And I think they've only given up one 100 yard game this year to opposing tight ends. Yeah. And this also, and you also get the correlation. We're not, I don't believe we're getting a doc on it of uh, Brock higher, you know, so we want him throwing uh, a little more. bit of a doc. Oh, are we? Sorry. I had rushing yards. Yeah. In. Okay. 4.62. Just to, just to check. If you do Kelsey, yeah. are you getting a, an actual like boost because we are fading Mahomes or no? We do. Mm, yes. Yeah. To thread the needle. Yeah. That is an absolute needle thread. Yeah. Okay. Nez, had you looked at any other of these rivals that you liked? Looking through them right now, um, I do kind of like taking the other side of Brandon Ayuk rivals. Uh, mm, so he's yeah. up against like a lot of dudes in these in 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 the lobby, and I I like taking the opposite side of Ayuk, uh, even in these games with softer matchups against the Packers, against the Lions, like even just all season really. Ayuk has not been like a high volume receiver, and now we have this Chiefs defense that you know John just talked about and everybody knows is very strong, especially against opposing wide receivers. So I mean. Kelsey, this is basically, you know, with Ayuk's projection right now, he is projected for, I don't even think I see, they don't, I don't see receptions actually in the pick'em lobby, but this is essentially, you know, Kelsey's at seven right now, seven flat. So you're basically saying, will Ayuk get four receptions or I guess five in this case? And I, I, I like, you know, just off the top, the Kelsey versus Ayuk rival. Um, I like the Kittle reception, you know, to say Kittle will have more receptions than Ayuk in the rivals. Uh, someone's, someone, uh, Re, uh, Brie, Bri, uh, boy or girl, not sure, uh, mentioning Rice versus Ayuk. You know, I'm in on that, uh, but I haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah, it seems like the, it actually seems like a bit, I'm trying to think. The one I might like the most featuring Ayuk might be Debo receptions over him. It's only a 0.5 spot. I mean, mm, Debo had eight wow. receptions last week. Ayuk has been at three receptions the past three games. Just the way that they are likely going to have to play this game. Like, yeah, I, I, I would be, I would take Debo, Debo's end of that. No, no one showed Davis that I'm agreeing to this. <laughs> You're not out here saying he's the engine and he's what makes it. It's okay, even though he, you know, he may have some some strong points there. You don't have to, you don't have to go that far. You don't think Ayuk's going to go in there and at halftime and go give me the damn ball? He might, but can Brock do it? <laughs> you no, know, I, I, I'm in lockstep here. I, I'm looking at uh, wide receiver ones against the Chief. Uh, Diggs played him twice, didn't get over 25 yards. Jefferson, 28. DJ Moore, 41. Chase, 41. Tyreek, never over 65 in their two matchups. Uh, Amon Ra, 70 yards. Garrett Wilson, 60. Keenan Allen, 55. Like, man, they have held some really talented wide receiver ones uh, down. Um, 
I am looking at some of these dust ball ones that I had not seen previously. Although, Nez, do you have any footy footy takes? Butker <laughs> versus Moody straight up field goals made. So I did on the surface like Butker versus Moody in that, but I just because Moody has been way worse in, in field goals. And maybe I'm like, you know, overselling Butker uh in his field in the field goal department for him, but uh I I you know, on the surface, I liked Butker over or, or over Moody in, in that rival, but uh, Butker's getting spotted 0.5 kicking points against Moody. I think I would take Butker in that. Mm. Just, just, just on the fact that I think the Chiefs offense will be able to do more. Um, but it's not a strong lean. This isn't this. Trust me. I've had some strong convictions in the footy department. Uh, this is definitely uh, not a game that I have a strong lean. But if I if you did want to play a kicking uh, projection, I would take that. OK, you have my, any mind you like, went, John? my mind went blank for one second because that said on the surface three times. And all I heard in my head was did I, I say look, it three I times? Calm. And I was like, I look calm and ready or whatever. Like that Eminem lyric over and over again just went through my head. And then I was like, he said on the surface again. Sorry. I <laughs> Anyways. Sometimes I get stuck in a loop. No, no, like, no, no. I just, that's my broken ass brain just going to like Eminem lyrics. Uh, no, I think this correlates well with this is what I was going to say is we're painting the narrative here that the receiving yards are funneling through like, this side, but then the rushing yards are funneling through um, the Chiefs' side, and then they're kind of like, you know, not finding success with big plays, but we're finding success with pretty big plays on the other side. You know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. One dust ball one that I like, um, and I was just double checking the projections on it, is Noah Gray over Richie James, even with the Richie James spot. I mean, Richie James has been so uninvolved. He's getting seven and a half. To me, this just comes down to does Noah Gray get a catch? Mm, yeah. Um, so obviously you lose if, if neither of them get a catch, but like Noah Gray has been involved, been on the field, back-to-back -back games with 14% target share, more than any other pass catcher that's not named Travis Kelsey or Rashi Rice. Richie James playing 20% of the snaps. Um, I kind of like going gray uh over James there. The skies. Our MF and gray. Okay. Which of these ones would you take out? Would you take out the kicker with then one? I would, I, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not pounding the table for that one. That's just for the brand. Okay. Why? Uh, so why can't I X out of one? of If you click his I face, think you just click the one? yellow. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, the up. Oh, there uh, we go. You check mark. Check mark. The, the rivals are, they updated everything. The interface looks good. The the higher yeah. and lowers look new and stuff, but that's yeah, that's a new little wrinkle. Yeah, so we get a fifteen point eight uh, on this one. So we are getting a, a slight dock on it, but this one tells a story. So for the audio listeners, we're going George Kittle twenty six and a half receiving yards uh, spot versus Kelsey. We're taking the Kittle side. We are taking uh, what is it? Pacheco versus Christian McCaffrey. Uh, sorry, I had this one off my screen. What are you getting? 23 and a half adjustment? Mm -hmm. Yes. We are then taking Brock Purdy, uh, passing yards versus Mahomes. We're getting a 15 and a half uh, adjustment on his yards 
We're then taking Debo Samuel over Brandon Ayuk in receptions. Ayuk is getting a half adjustment, but we're going to take the Debo side there. And then we get our dust ball quota met. Richie James versus Noah Gray. We're taking the Noah Gray side despite Richie James getting a seven and a half yard start. I'm down to lock okay, it in. I I have reception yards in here for the four and a half. Do we like receptions more? I had the I had uh, Debo receiving yards opposed to receptions. I just think the way like Ayuk, as we saw, you know, he is always a threat for like a splash play. But if you're getting like them moving the ball and them really just peppering a guy, I feel like it will be Debo. So I think I kind of prefer receptions. <laughs> so do I. All right, let's do it. All right. I got this last oh, time too. Did, did it actually, or was it just like a? No, it was just a. Yeah, it was just an issue, and then I was able to get it on my phone. So I will. Yeah, if you can try it on your phone. Um, I had this issue yesterday on the club. Okay, we Must will be correlated to the new updates they with, made. Was it just with the rivals one? Yeah. Okay. Submit we will ticket new me. <laughs> submit it. <laughs> we will um we'll drop links to these uh in the in the comments as well uh after the show if you guys are late to the party here we will uh we'll make sure we get these in there okay so um, Debo res- okay. yeah go ahead go ahead i was just gonna walk through it again but yeah no no, no. I'm, I'm trying to get it going on mobile here too because this is what i had to do yesterday on the club i don't know why that's happening um. Yeah, it's great. Nez, vamp for a sec while we get. This yeah. Thing. Yes. Hello, guys. Uh, so some <laughs> some, some here. other <laughs> here I am. Some other projections that uh that that I'm looking at that, that I think are nice uh are the just just kind of playing the the game flow theory. So if if you are liking the Ayuk side of things, I think what that's telling us is that likely they're playing catch up and and Ayuk is is getting peppered so if you're playing Ayuk I would probably do like an Ayuk paired with Pacheco greater than McCaffrey and then maybe tack on tack on a third another thing that I like doing is finding a spice that that I enjoy and just doing a, a two pick spice so normally the math will tell you that if you're doing the the normal three six ten, you want to uh, get get yourself to, and by that I mean multiplier. You want to get yourself to to three picks. But I haven't back tested this with the math, but I would think that if you're doing a spice at that point, that that math gets gets changed, and at that point the the probabilities and the return that you get kind of kind of changes there. So I'm I'm okay with doing pick two if one of those picks is a spice, but generally. We of course would want to keep this as as a pick three, but th- that's that that's my spiel. I'm not sure if that's a that's a correct train of thought or not, though. So I did just uh, lock it in in mobile. I put it in the uh, the private chat. Mine, uh, it I believe the difference of something that was happening there with the web versus the mobile is the mobile one came out to 12x instead of uh, the 15. So mm, yeah, that must be that's a, what I was about to ask you if that the yeah. same thing happened to you. Does that happen yep. to me as well? 
Um, but Nez, let's use that as a segue into the ga- a game flow. Uh, yeah, pick them here. Um, tell tell us a story. All right, the, I think the the most re- the the most realistic story that I could tell is that the Chiefs just dink and dunk all over all over these Niners. Um, mm-hmm. But one thing that you did mention is that you, we haven't seen the Mahomes ceiling explosion. So th- this may be threading too thin of a needle, but if you do like Rice receptions and Kelsey receptions, and then a lower on Mahomes fantasy points, get yourself a little bit of extra boost there and then play. Ayuk is now a part way more a part of the game plan because they are taking longer shots. Uh, I think that's like a good start. Let's just see what that comes out to, because I do think that we'll get some, I only want to do that threading the needle stuff. If we get the projection or the, uh, the payoff boost, which I do think we will, if you do Mahomes lower fantasy points, yeah, so Mahomes lower 19.95 and then going higher on Kelsey seven receptions and higher Rashi Rice six and a half receptions. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. we, get, we get a little baby boost. 7.66. So we're we're getting up there. Uh and then on on the on the Niner side then what we're what we're saying is and then you can even think of this in multiple ways, right? Where maybe this game is really slow and they're dinking and dunking, but the game is playing slow and they're killing clock. And then we can do lowers on some of these Niners as well. I mean, I hate I hate to play a lower, but we look smart. And it kind of makes sense from a game flow standpoint where these guys are catching passes, they're killing clock, but they're not actually scoring a lot, or at least Mahomes isn't part of that. So you could say, you could look at Pacheco, and say, well, the, the scoring is coming from Isaiah Pacheco, and then we just need one more niner to complete this. Mm. Um, we are getting a little docked on the on the touchdowns. That's not it's not a one X, but you could do fantasy points on there, and I don't think that it'll be any a, a dock. You could test that out in, in different ways if you want to just throw in yeah. like that DA guy just to see what that next pick would be. My brain's just like, how do we get 13 catches from these two guys and keep Mahomes under under 20? Is that like normal? Does that happen? Well, he had eight receptions. Rashi had eight receptions last week. Kelsey had 11. Huh. And Patrick Mahomes had 15 fantasy points. There it is. So it is normal. And Pacheco scored. Yeah. Right. yeah. So now we, need, now we need one more niner. And you could do this in multiple ways. You could play this. The game is slow, and the Niners are not able to have enough time of possession to meet their projections. Like, if you did a lower on McCaffrey rushing yards because the Chiefs are bottling them up and they're controlling the game, and the Niners just can't afford to rush. So you can do, like, lower on McCaffrey rushing attempts. You know, like, can can they afford to give him the rock 19 times if the Chiefs defense is bottling them up and they're dicking and dunking and killing the clock. Yeah, I, I feel like, like attempts more than yardage. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, what's his 19 rushing attempts? That that kind of makes sense. I mean, it was only against Detroit where he cleared that. And that way you're just not sunk by a big play mm-hmm. early in the game. 
Yeah, because we all know that that can that can definitely take place. Prior yeah, to prior to last week, the last time he had 19 rushing attempts was week 12. Yeah, that seems that seems solid with this specific game script, and we are getting. I put that in. You get up to a 28.34. That's X fun on it. Yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah, just, just, like to, just get us a little extra boost on the payouts. Yeah. Earn a little extra coin. All there right, we we're going to call... So we got a Rivals build. We're going to call this one the KC Thread the Needle. Uh, yeah. Thread the Needle build. Now we need... Um, what was our... Th- oh, we have our, our Play the Best Plays. And then yeah. we'll wrap up with a with an all-spice one. Oh, hell yeah. Um. I will say, like, this kind of dovetails with what I did with the Gray Richie James, but I do really like Noah Gray higher than 11 and a half receiving yards. Um, it's definitely one of my favorites with how much he's been on the field. 11, okay. 11 and a half. Uh, yeah. What's your What's um, your favorite on the board, guys? Mine's the Elijah Mitchell one. Okay, let's do it. Is the lower? Yeah, brilliant. I love We're just it. gonna this keep this as three. This is so. This is so surgical. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, Nez, give us the. Yeah, bring us home. We'll keep it as a three burger. I I I, I like the the uh, playing the fantasy like projections game and saying Purdy has more passing yards than. Oh wow, we are way too sharp. We just broke the site. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the I like the Purdy rivals. Purdy yeah. passing yard rivals with with Mahomes. Yeah. And we might oh we won't get any anything on on I hope we don't get docked. That's yeah. But we're still in the rivals tab. Oops, oh, sorry. Yeah, so that no that nice. we get a boost on it because you go from a six to a seven point eight X because this is a fun one, right? Where I wonder oh cover wow, your ears, dude. underdog team. Yeah. Where yeah, I'm not even gonna say it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, just... <laughs> All right. We're going to lock this let's, one as a, as a that's three. That's fucking sharp, man. Let's add two more to that one because I feel like that's a really nice core. That's the core. Yeah. 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 I And I this is where my mind went as well as Clay's. Uh, I think adding the MVS spice to this one feels really good too. Yeah. I mean, the MVS spice is my favorite. It was going to come preloaded into our spice build, but we want <laughs> okay. to extend this one like i said i i cannot complain what if we kind of mash up this can end up this this bonus one let's throw in the mvs spice mm-hmm. so that's higher than 39 and a half and then did we have another favorite from the rival that would make sense here i this this one's gonna disgust you guys um I think they use a lot of Kyle Juszczyk in their zone run scheme, and I think he doesn't run the football, but he does exactly what he did last week where you get these broken plays where he gets like a block and then cut and finds himself open. He has multiple games with over 20 yards receiving this year. I think picking a rivals with like Juszczyk versus someone I kind of like on the receiving side. Well. Yeah, so 30, you, 33 you yards could, last week, 20. Let's 
let's do them straight up versus Richie James because he's getting the 0.5, so you win that one if neither of them get a catch. Love it. Yeah. I love that. That's fine. Okay, so please don't bury Richie James. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one, John. That gets us up to a 65 on this. No shit. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. TM is on okay. this one. There's the Purdy, and then um, good luck. I'll type Kyle and see what happens. Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> uh, and then he gets the adjusted. So if they both go for zero, we got that one. I'm calling this one the Dust Ball homage. Yes. All right. Can you so throw that the in the chat, to- John? Yep. Thanks, man. Um, and now for the grand finale, we build a 100x spicer we we just got to start it with the scantling i mean yeah. yeah 39 and a half i've never heard mbs called scantling before but now i'm juiced <laughs> i'm energized on the surface his name is <laughs> on, the surface, on the surface this guy looks calm and ready to me uh, all right do you got it there's i mean there's a ton of fun spices here like just yards wise right like if you want to play the kittle explosion game if you want to play the iuke explosion game without the touchdown angle i mean these things are here i don't mean to lead the witness what is your guys's favorite uh spice i need to to recheck some of these because i was playing a, a couple different versions of the spice uh i mean this one doesn't feel great and i think you know you guys can I, I, you could push back on this. I'm not like pounding the table for it, but I really do like a Mahomes scramble touchdown in, mm-hmm. in these games. It's two X. Mm. Uh, we've seen him like run the ball a lot more, and it's the goddamn Super Bowl big game. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, you. you know, I could see him. I could see him scooting his way, bootleg style, and in, into the end zone. Uh, so I kind of like a Mahomes uh, rushing touchdown, rushing or receiving. Mind you. So we I'll just let you a, know Andy right Rose now, best. if you put MVS uh, Spice Mahomes rushing touchdown Spice, you it's just too hot. Three regular picks. It's too. It's to too hot. Hundred X. <laughs> All right. It's too hot. Let's let's. No, let's... I, <laughs> I mean, it's hot, but it's a little too hot. Let me. I'm gonna do. I'm about to expand like all these picks and just put in like an X, and I'm gonna do it the old-fashioned way and try to find. Uh, any variation of spice that that exists in this game that's that's really the only way to do it all right so take it take out the take out the mahomes is that what we're doing yeah it's too it's too hot it's too hot too spicy it is we got we can't we can't leave any excess spice on the table i I want to refresh here we've lost the brock purdy one and a half passing tds adjusting the the spice there yeah you're right i don't see that I wonder what's up with that because I wanted to temperature check you guys. I, I built this one this morning with the lower on that passing touchdowns for Brock Purdy. Mm. That lower on Debo rushing attempts at three, lower on Travis Kelsey receiving and rushing touchdown 0.5, higher on the Pacheco 67 rushing and then lower on the Elijah Mitchell 3.5 rushing yards. Okay. That's the zero that's the zero fun four out of five lowers <laughs> one. 
I'm looking through some yeah. some spices right now. Sorry. I'm yeah. I'm just doing some math for us here. I'm trying to see what multiplier we need MPS. to. What's that? Four leg hundred x MVS Mahomes. So How you check to get. To get so with the MBS 2.5, you need three regulars and a 2x to get to 100. So, Nez, the, the Mahomes is fine for getting us there. That Mahomes okay. rushing TD that gets us okay. to 100x clean because 1.75 is short. And, and when it comes to 100x, I mean, it doesn't have to be five, right? We don't have to do a penta, we can make this a, a quad if it gets us to a, is it possible yeah. to get 104? Hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, has anybody ever more... done it, <laughs> <laughs> dude? I think if you add two rivals to this, you can get there. Isn't that what you were just explaining, Pete? We just need two regulars or three. Well, regulars? I hadn't done it. I hadn't done it with four yet, but yeah. I think this would get us to nine ninety x if my math is correct. It would be like four point five times twenty which would make this 90x if we did three regulars with this. Yeah, I just put a couple in. Uh, three three regulars. Yeah, three regulars with these two spice gets us to 100x. Oh, shit. Unless I'm missing, like, a, depending on the pick, if there's a correlation die. I mean, you can... so. Doing the, oh yeah, they won't let us use the Purdy over Mahomes once we have Mahomes in there. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, you can't. It, it counts as him twice. Yeah, it would be the um, the Pacheco. You could do the Pacheco or any of the other ones we liked. The use check. Uh, I actually really like that use check over Richie James. Now the fact that you're free rolling it if neither of them get a catch, which is is that honestly the most likely outcome? I think so, right? Like, it, it, it probably yeah. should be just even. So that way they, right. they, they, they push, but. Yeah. Guys, we're, we're literally, we've, we have too much spice. We're, we're trying, <laughs> our, our extra spice is not rewarded. They will not let us go. What? Yeah, yeah we started, we started so, so spicy. It was un unbelievably spicy. I the defense spice is just like these feel insane. I was looking. They look. They 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 feel insane. Chase so, Young is going to get that name value boost. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing you could do here. So this is the option. We do one more two x spice. So it's a four legger that gets us to a hundred x or we do a five-legger with two more regular picks. Let's see. Let, let's. I mean, any other spices that you guys are, are into here? Um, I uh, kind of the... like it's, it's similar to playing the Kittle over Kelsey, but I just – and it's kind of like the MVS one that, like, when Kittle does hit, he hits in such a big way. So getting the 2.25 on him over 79.5 um, – mm -hmm is kind of interesting to me. Okay. 
2.25 is it, the, I, th- what I like most about that is the multiplier. Like if this was like 1.5 right. on that, like that's a fat multiplier for a guy that is like the highest ceiling tight, like one of the higher ceiling tight ends uh, in, in football. That's, that's my thought on it as mm-hmm. well. I can get down with that. So then we would just have to add one more regular to get to a hundred with this one. Uh, Oh yeah. Cause we don't, or what, what do you have in there right now? I got the Kittle one. I got the Mahomes touchdown one. And mine then, is showing a hundred X. Oh, I have, sorry. I have the use check Richie James in mine. <laughs> oh, okay. That's perfect. That can Wait, just be our, yeah. Now we realize that's the free square. <laughs> <laughs> if you have if, if anybody watching has those specials that the underdog picks released a special um you can use the special with spice so if you like these spices throw it in there oh john oh baby 100x let's go there we go it's spicier you can't you can't get spicier than 100x my friends love it this is the spiciest mm. of the spiciest um well, this is fine. And I let's just, you know, normally, uh, like I said, if you guys build fun pickums, post them in the in the Discord. If you post the link, don't post the screenshot. I'm not going in there and manually building that. Post the goddamn <laughs> link and I will tell you. Uh yeah, I I'm ready to blast off on on pickums this Super Bowl. So so build me some correlated masterpieces and drop them uh in the Discord. Thanks, Cubert. Counterpoint. This is the Super Bowl, aka the big game. <laughs> it's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> I can't I can't refute that. I got nothing for you. It's just I like the pick. Yeah. Just trust ball, the it's process. Not indicative of future ones. Um, all right, dudes. We uh the haters said we couldn't go 90 plus minutes on the big game. The haters were wrong because we were able to talk about the Smith and Jigba brothers and <laughs> Najee Harris and all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, I'm taking off to uh, Arizona tomorrow. So if you want to follow the underdog channel, we'll get some streams fired up over there over the weekend. What do you guys have planned for the next few days? Members only stream in some form or fashion tomorrow. No doubt. Keeping, keeping the memberships uh, healthy doing that. And then uh, Friday, I think we'll do something, John, uh, either more pickums, you know, there's going to be good basketball on, on Friday. There's so a show on Friday as well. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Friday will be variety hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, variety show now. Yep. Um, well, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out and uh, yeah, enjoy your, your big game weekend. Like I said, we will huddle and figure out our plan for going forward. We'll, uh, you know, get me, you know, turning into a multi-sport athlete. You know, we'll figure that out. I'm sure we'll get some big board drafts going, all of that good stuff here uh, post-Super Bowl. But yeah, have loved doing this NFL NFL version of the show with you guys. Truly a highlight of my week, capping off uh, a bunch of research, uh, chopping it up with you guys and building pick So thank you for a very fun season badge bros we appreciate you pete thank you as well this is this is a blast excited to see where this goes from here all right appreciate you all for john for nez for even new me i'll include him here i'm pete this has been off and on the clock enjoy the big game we'll see you guys next time